Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Follow me on Instagram sarcastic.aa.book Websites recoveryradiokmp3.com. To get the books, go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are. You and me, and I'm glad for that. I don't know what you're doing right now. Maybe you're uh, driving. Maybe you're curled up in a ball. Maybe you're by a fireplace having tea. Maybe you're running. I don't know. I'm sitting here looking out the window. Um, how green everything is right now. Hmm. Man. I have lived in a lot of places in my life. Gone out on a limb many times, taken a lot of risks. Very, very conscious decisions have led me to be sitting right here where I am right now. I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee here from Trader Joe's mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. And um, we had ground the beans last night. Usually we buy them already ground, but we got whole beans last time and ground them. And... Um, if you must know the truth, neither one of us can really tell the difference. But <laughs> it was fun to take that sip and look at each other like, you know, like, are you going to act like this tastes better than it normally does? Because I can't. I can't really either. Can't really tell the difference, but it's really good. <laughs> yeah. This morning I was thinking about um, Bill Wilson, one of the co-founders of AA. And I was thinking about how some people um, really idolize him, kind of worship him, and a lot of people don't. Most people I know don't. 
at all. And um, I, I was thinking about him because I was thinking that some, sometimes people try to like hurt my feelings or offend me somehow by like putting down Bill. And in my mind, it's like Bill was pretty publicly a very flawed person. I don't, I don't look, you know, as far as I'm concerned, he was used by God, as I understand God, to give us this great thing. But in terms of him as a person, I don't, I really never really think about him. I know a lot about him. This doesn't matter to me. I just don't. Who cares? I mean, I just don't. When I think about him, I think about one very specific thing. I think about when he was sober for six months. And he had the insanity of alcohol return. He thought to himself, after everything he had gone through, eh, I could probably have a few drinks. And then he was at this turning point. He was standing in this hotel lobby where he is. He was on a business trip that had fallen apart. Money was what he needed. Money was going to solve his life. This business trip came together. His life would be like solved. And then the insane wasn't just, it was a disaster. And he was tempted to drink. Looked at the bar, stood in the lobby, walking around, looking at the bar. And then he went, you know, in the movie, he goes up to the bartender. Looks like he's about to order alcohol, but he asks for nickels for the payphone. Goes out to the payphone. Not to complain. This is, this is, this, this is, these are the things I think about when I think about Bill Wilson. He doesn't go out to the payphone to complain, to call somebody and say, I can't believe what a nightmare this was. This all fell apart. Poor me. Blah, blah. What should I do? Mind you, he's sober for six months. He doesn't call Ebby, the person Bill called a sponsor, because Ebby had carried the message to him. He didn't call Ebby, talk about the trip and what was he going to do and vent about what assholes these people were in this business venture, how he was shortchanged, how he was a victim, how screwed he was now. He didn't do that. This is what I think about when I think about Bill. He didn't do that. He thought of someone else. He called to find someone 
he could help. And this is even more specifically what I think about when I think about Bill Wilson. The first person he called, um, I forget exactly what happened. Nobody was there. It was busy. Next person didn't work out. Next person didn't work out. Next person didn't work out. Busy or the answer is no or various things. And that specifically, that sliver of time, that right there is what I personally um, associate with Bill Wilson in my mind. The opportunities he had to say, fuck it. Called one person, called two, called three, called four. It's not working. Fuck it. How many times have you done that where you you attempted to go right, you know you should go left, you make a decision you're going to go left, and then like going left isn't feeling right, so you're just like, you know what, I'm just going to go right. I tried. I tried to go left. I tried. I've done that too many times to count and a lot less times than I would have had it not been for Bill Wilson. I think about him in that lobby of the Mayflower Hotel. Calling repeatedly, you know, different numbers. That, to me, is like Bill Wilson's high watermark. That's the lesson he really gave to me. I think about that a lot. I don't think about all the criticisms. I don't think about all the things you could say that are, you know, about his flaws. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant in terms of my life or my responsibility or how well spiritual principles work. Spiritual principles work no matter what. It's not like it needs Bill to like be this great man or this specific type of person for them to work. He was just a channel. You can say a lot of great things about him. But that's the one thing I think about. When I think about him, I don't really, I hardly ever go deeper than that. I've seen the documentary, I've read about him, and a lot of people that I have known over the years will like criticize him to, you know, sort of cut down Alcoholics Anonymous, which is fine, I mean, but it just doesn't phase me personally. I just don't care. I don't care. I'm really not in a position to judge anyone anyway. I mean, sometimes people will say that. I don't know. It's, can't speak for anyone else, but it's really in my heart. I don't, I'm not in a position to judge anyone for anything. I'm not. I'm not. 
I don't secretly believe that I am in a position to judge someone. I'm not. I know that I'm not. I... I'm not. I'm in no position to judge another person for anything. I have made so many mistakes, not just while I was drinking. I'm talking about in sobriety. I'm talking about in my life. I'm talking about this month. I'm talking about in life today, now. I've made a lot of mistakes. I'll continue to make mistakes. I'm, I'm striving to not continuously. Continuously, I attempt to turn my back on the lure of mediocrity. The lure of phoning it in, giving up, leaving well enough alone. Trying to grow here. Keep it simple. So I think about that with Bill quite a bit. And I think about that, and I think about anytime I'm tempted to give up, kind of knowingly do something less than I know I'm capable of or should do. Think about that, the impact that can have. Think about the impact that that had. You know, also just really try to keep it super simple. I mean, I used to really concern myself with all kinds of, I'll read something today from Sarcastic Data Meditations. Kind of about what I'm about to talk about for a sec. It's from July, August 28th. I'm fine. Focus on asking yourself the questions that can never really be answered and are also irrelevant. Well, it made me think of that as I was thinking. There was a time when I was like, but, you know, I would start to think about whether or not it was just divinely inspired and what would have happened if he didn't do that and could really get tangled up in all kinds of mental paths that just kind of lead me into the bushes. And I just try not to do that anymore. His attempts to find somebody to help led him to Dr. Bob and the rest is history. Here I am. Um, crazy, man. Crazy. So, anyways, there's my Bill Wilson story. Bill Wilson wanted, you know, I don't know, we can talk about all kinds of stuff, but I'm just going to leave it at that. 
That's what I think about. And then I just kind of think about my own demonstration. What can I do today to improve myself, take my inventory and not somebody else's? Learn from my mistakes and grow. Everything else I have come to see is a waste of time. If I concentrate on my own stuff, I'm busy. I have enough stuff to concentrate on. Keep me busy. I don't know if she's listening, but happy birthday to two people today. I don't know if either of them are listening. Laura and Marissa both have 10 years of sobriety. Happy birthday, as we say here on the West Coast in the United States. Happy anniversary. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And if anybody needs to hear it, I'll say that everything's okay. I am doing a kind of a fun photo shoot today for my male modeling career. It's Sober Gangsters. It's Soba. It's S O B A G A N G S T A Z. Soba Gangsters. And I'm not on the cover, but I'm. There's a picture of me in it. It's like a photo shoot in it of me, like flashing signs and and. There's a beanie I'm wearing that's very eight miles. Like you can barely see my eyes. I'm like, what, what? Kind of throwing down. I guess they wanted somebody like gorgeous and like very street savvy, very gangster, very hood. So that's me. What, what? Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, waiter, waiter. Can I leave immediately? Can I be escorted out? Do you have a Stetson I can borrow and just cover my, shield my face as I walk out really quick? I owe you an immense for that one. All right, I'm out of here. I'm going to leave. Have an amazing rest of your day. Anyways. On that note, I do not know why my life was saved, but I'm going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you'll do the same.